Hi, this is Bob Williamson. Egad, I thought I had problems. Not long ago, I received four letters from folks who were suffering. One guy was beset with worry over his finances. Logically, he knows what the Bible says about it being a sin to worry and to trust God. Worry accomplishes nothing save harming our health. Most of the things he fears will never happen, but he worries himself silly about them as though they have already happened anyway. I told him to put his faith in God and buck up. Second gentleman's problem is more serious. He lost his job. His wife is divorcing him. He is facing jail time. He now lives financially day to day as his bank accounts have been seized. So now he's hit rock bottom and is seeking spiritual intervention intervention, and trying to find a job while a lawsuit and pending charges against him presents serious obstacle. He tells me he feels empty, empty, hollow, ashamed, and an emotional roller coaster. He has begun going back to church, praying and reading the Bible to give him strength, though he laments that some days are better than others. This man's heard my testimony, and I told him to remember where I was at one point in my life. I was in far worse shape than him, but through the help of Jesus Christ, my life was transformed. I told him to put his faith in God and do what he can and just face what's coming. The third letter was from one of my own relatives. He'd been struggling with drugs, primarily heroin addiction, for many years now. Last time I heard from him, he was clean. He'd been so for six months. He had a job and a girlfriend and was on the mend. I'd not heard from him in some time, and though I had no address, I tried to reach him on Facebook the other day. He responded and told me he just got out of detox and the psych ward, and he is depressed. This means that unless he gets clean, he'll end up one or two ways. He'll die or go to prison. I told him he needed to get into a faith-based rehab facility before it's too late. He must put his faith in God and take that first step. Final letter was from a friend of mine in the Keys. One of his neighbors that he's become friendly with went on a rampage and beat his wife half to death with a shotgun. When the police arrived, he took off. He fired shots at the police several times, hitting a couple of them. Thank God they only sustained relatively minor injuries, and he was finally arrested when he ran out of ammo and took off running. My friend feels strangely drawn to ministering to this man. He wrote, for reasons I can't explain, I feel called to minister to this man, but don't have any idea why or how. I guess I feel like what he did is not a reflection of who he is, and he probably doesn't have anyone in his corner at this point. Can you help me understand how evil happens and how it can overtake an otherwise sane being? And do you have any idea what's about to happen to this guy or who will advocate for him as his life unravels? 
Do you have any experience with the Key West Jail or what happens to prisoners accused of trying to kill cops? I can unequivocally say that old boy's in a heap of trouble and end up doing serious time for his crimes in prison. In fact, since he's 54 years old now, I doubt he'll ever get out of prison alive. I hope he can find the Lord in prison. One thing sure, he'll have plenty of time to think about it. The Lord is undoubtedly putting this guy on my friend's mind, and he must want him to minister him. I told him he might try calling the chaplain at the jail, but I imagine he won't be allowed visitors for a while. But if he's persistent and the guy's willing to see him, he should be able to see him and hopefully tell him that Jesus still loves him regardless of what he's done. As for the question about evil, it overtakes us when we don't put our faith in God. It's like an open invitation to Satan to take over our lives. Sin is birth and horrible results like the above are the consequences of it. Letters like this should inspire us to renew our faith in God. Though most will never endure anything close to the stories I just related, all of us will suffer trials and tribulations. And when those dark times descend upon us, we will need God more than ever. Or if we are seeking him every day and staying close to him and his word, we will get through the storms of life far easier than if we try to make it on our own. You can begin your journey by going to church this Sunday and get enrolled in a Bible study. It's never too late to begin this journey, even if it begins in prison. John sixteen thirty three. I have told you all this so that you may have peace in me. Here on earth you will have many trials and sorrows, but take heart because I have overcome the world. This is Bob Williamson. Thanks for listening.